0: They say pressure makes diamonds And in some sense, that's a fact But I see that as a metaphor for the life that we live We're all those pieces of coal that wishes to be squeezed into the next diamond But some are afraid of the pressure Don't be afraid of the pressure Embrace it When you add a little pressure Diamonds are forever Welcome It's remarkable, a What up, what up, what up, what up? You already know who this is. It is your motherfucking man's pots and pants. It's your boy D. Pause. And welcome to Diamond in the Rough. Give yourself a round of applause. Well, I then. So. Damn, man! Welcome to the show. You know what I'm saying? All right. Before we start, I want to say I apologize. This episode is two days late, but you know, listen, life came in the way. Also, Devontae got an album coming on the low. Don't ask about it. Um. So I was trying. I'm trying to like wrap these last few ribbons around this bitch so I can put that shit to bed and finally finish it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, man, I've just been working, i just been grinding, you know, trying to get all this stuff done, and you know, really just make some shit happen, you know, and I'm, you know, your boy been working, your boy been working, but you know, I did not forget about you guys ever, 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 ever would I ever forget about you guys, and now we here, man, now we here. Alright, so, today, we gonna get right into the shits. Um, today I wanted to talk about, um, I'm going to put this. Okay. So today I wanted to talk about the impact of having the impact of like an abandoned parent due to like, you know, somebody, maybe they left or maybe they died or something like that and how that affects how your relationships with your parents put it this way, how your relationship with your parents affect your dating, your choices of who you choose to be with, and how you act in these relationships, and things like that. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Let's get into this. Hold up. Okay. So I feel like for me, okay, because I can speak for somebody because my mom mm, was like, I love my mom to death. My mom was very in in and out of my life for a very long time, just very in and out. And when I was, and when she was there, she would make me like one of the happiest humans on the fucking planet. But then when she wasn't, like, it really left like a cold, like, just a very lonely feeling in my heart. And then, you know, once you get older, you kind of just start to just, you know, Straight away and shit, you know? Like, you just stop, kind of like, fuck. You just, like, you grow numb to it because you get, because, like, after a while, your sadness turns into a lot of anger. So, to a point where, like, I just really didn't, like, you know, I didn't, I just acted like I didn't care. And it got to a time where, like, my, my mom was dying and my mom was very sick and I didn't really know what to do. And then, one day, she would be, like, really bad. And then the next day, she um, would be really healthy. And when, like, the day, like, I thought I was faithful that I thought that she would get better, she died the next day. And that's just some story up in a, in a nutshell. Maybe eventually, I will tell, like, the whole entire story and things of that nature on here. But, um, yeah, so that's what happens. Yeah, so that's what happened. So my mom died when I was, I believe, 12. Yeah, when I was 12, my mom died. Um, And when I think about that, I'm more... Like, I'm passive enough. Like, you know what I mean? I was able to move on. Like, you're never going to be over the passing of a parent or things like that. But it's just like you have to learn how to, like, move forward and adjust to it, you know? And I got to that point where... I don't know. Now I just look back on, like, how the relationship with my mom shaped how I related to women and how I viewed women. So for me, for me personally, I felt like I never believed that women could actually stay in my life and actually want to be in my life. Because a lot of times, not only was just my mom, but like I had a lot of female best friends who were worse, like they would act like they care for me, tell me they love me so much and they appreciate everything I do for them. And then next thing you know, they would vanish. And then they would come back like, hey, I still love you or things of that nature once these things went wrong. And at first it used to really bother me. Then after a while, I kind of got numbed to it. And I always used to make like a lot of excuses for that, for it. When I realized at the end, I was fucking wrong. Like that was a dumb ass, that was a dumb ass idea to do. That was a dumb ass idea of me to let somebody else's opinion uh, um let the way somebody feel, uh, feels about me pretty much not what I'm saying is like how like I'm dumb for not valuing my time like for a long time I just let really I just let people walk over me whatever they needed me I was always there and I think what that comes from is the fact that like my mom wasn't there I never wanted there to be a moment a moment that passed by that someone couldn't reach reach out and call me and i wouldn't answer and that really altered my dating life you know what i mean like i had a girlfriend for like five like five long ass fucking years and like yeah we went through a bunch of shit but um the thing about that is i didn't realize how much how much um I didn't trust women until I dated my girlfriend. Not to say she, didn't, she did; she just crazy. She did some crazy shit. But like more or less of the, um, just like the insecurities that I had. Like, half the relationship where it's like she would tell me she would love me and things of that nature. I didn't believe it. Not the fact that like I don't feel like that. I felt like she didn't love me. It was more the fact that like I didn't think I was capable of somebody loving me. 24-7. Like, it's very hard for me to believe that a woman could love me unconditionally at that time. I just didn't believe in it. I feel like a lot of people have love for you, but then, like, eventually it fades away. But, it's like, a lot of people will say they have love for you, but not everybody would do anything for you. If that makes sense. And, I don't know, just after a while, that shit kind of, like, that shit, like, used to just really fuck with me and, like, it really altered the way I started to date people. And then, like, when I was done with my ex, like, when me and my ex broke up, like, I was really, like... I was hurt, man. I was lost because I just spent five years with somebody who cares for me, and now they're not here. And I kind of just told myself for a while, like, maybe I'm not worth it. And after a lot of, like... Um, let's just say this. After a lot of self therapy and like looking things up and just doing a bunch of shit, like finding ways to be happy and things of that nature. Obviously, now I'm in a better spot, but um, I still think about because now, like, because I know I'm not the only one who struggles from like issues with their parents, and you can see a lot of the times. Where like people come up with that men ain't shit, women ain't shit stereotype. Also, a lot of it comes from their parent to where they never had a positive role model for them to look after and go for. Like, it's a very tough spot for some... Like, a lot of time, people say some dumb shit like, men ain't shit till a man comes by and proves you wrong. And that's not... But that's not it like you have to learn you have to prove to yourself that you're capable of somebody loving you especially of the opposite of the opposite sex and now a lot of people are probably gonna ask me like oh where does yours come from actually mine came from intern internally i actually just got really blessed so my after i graduated high school um my brother announced that he was having a baby you know I me mean? i'm like all right like i'm about to be an uncle for like the know, second time cool cool and then congratulations big dog da, 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 da. and he's one of my closer brothers and magically of course around my birthday um he announced that he was having a girl and i was like okay cool. oh that's fire like i didn't really think about it but it was like a big shock because she's like a first she's like really like the first girl and like our family. I have two nieces now, but, like, she was the first. And, um, and, like, so, and then, like, it still didn't really hit me. Like, you know what I mean? I still was dealing with all these fucked up ass trust issues and things of that nature. But it wasn't until I actually, when, like, my, um, sister-in-law was in labor and I remember I drove, me and my friend, my friend drove me all the way down here just so I could meet her. I remember the first time I laid eyes on her. Like, I just wanted to cry. Like, it just felt like a gift. Like, you know, it really just felt like a gift from heaven that there's going to be a girl out there where it's like, I'm lucky enough to be able to show this girl that there's always going to be men who love her no matter what. It just felt like the curse was like broken for me like like i look at my little niece and i'm like there will never be a day where you don't think that uncle loves you and like that really like and when i look in her eyes and i look in that that alone inspired me to make the changes in my life and to go do the things i need to do to get better and then also to re-go back out there and pursue women and things of that nature because I just she just I just knew I wasn't the person who needed I just wasn't the uncle I needed to be at that time and like I had to grow into that naturally and like the hardest thing I had to do in order to break those habits and curses and shit like that I had to allow myself to feel. And that shit is a bitch. I'll tell you that. That shit hurts. Allowing yourself to feel is painful. Because there's a lot of shit you don't know that maybe that you did wrong. Or there's a lot of shit that you don't know that just, like, it just hurts. Like, you know, like, there's a lot of things you just swept under the rug, but you didn't think about how bad that really hurt you. And I spent at least a year just, like, allowing myself to feel all the emotions that I needed to feel in order to process how to move forward. And, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I did some. I can't. I will never lie on this podcast. I have done some dumbass shit, like some fucking stupid shit. And I think the problem with me is, like, for example, okay, this is one of the things I feel really bad about, okay, like. To this day, to this day, I kind of feel a little fucked up for it, okay? So when, when I was, ooh, Jesus Christ. So, like, when I was like 17, 17, 18, I was talking to my girlfriend, and, you know, and like, she always used the phrase, love of my life and things of that nature. And, like, you know, I said it back, but, like, I didn't really mean it, not because I didn't love her. No, it was just the fact of, I just didn't believe she loved me unconditionally. And I feel like that was, like, it was tough. Like, like I have a lot of people in my life, like, for example, my father loves me unconditionally. I look for a lot of people who, who will love me unconditionally and also have the nuts to tell me, like, if I'm doing something wrong, that they have they have it in them to tell me, bro, you're fucking bugging. Like, you got to get it together. And, like, I just didn't feel that she loved me unconditionally. I felt like she only loved me for whatever I was providing for her at that time. And, like, that really, like, I don't know. It just struck a hole in me for a while. So, like, to where it's, like, like she wanted to plan a future with me and things of that nature and i was like we can't even plan a day like we're not even planning tomorrow like how do i going to build a future when we when we haven't even built today and like i felt like for that i was in like a really big hole plus um for a long time like it just really was like it really was rough like and we're just doing, and like, and when you're a kid in high school, you're just doing a bunch of stupid shit. Like, you don't really know what love is because you're just experiencing it for the first time. Like, man, we was doing some dumb shit. Like, bro, like, we made, like, we dead ass with, like, we were doing dead ass, like, economics projects, like, dead ass, like, looking at houses. Oh, rent's gonna be this. Okay. We dead ass did a budget for grocery shopping. Dead ass did a budget. For grocery shopping oh what type of meats do you like oh what do you um what type of cheese do you use like we were doing a bunch of stupid shit like planning vacations we you know and damn well we was broke like it was crazy like it was crazy and then like when i think about all those moments and i'm like and like i used to think about those moments and i'd be like all right i need to find find a way to let somebody in like that but then i was just like was she really let in to me like sometimes we get in relationships and we always think just opening up is about just the negative shit in life. No, no 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 opening opening up is opening up about who you are. Yes, the negative shit is you, but it's just who it's just that's just what makes you who you are. Like I just remember telling a lot of times like we tell stories, we only tell the saddest shit about the stories, but never any of the happiest moments or the proud problems we have about our stories. And I feel like that's what happens when you come from, like, the bottom or what we call the struggle, is the fact that you're so used to struggling, that's all you know. So when people ask you about your life, it is the first thing that sticks out in your head is the trouble and pain that you're going through. And I feel like that's one of the things that really stuck with me after, like, I just... You know, watched a couple of videos and stuff like that on, like, what love is and what really life is. And now that I'm at the other side, I feel like for people who have struggled with the loss of a parent or, like, maybe their mom, maybe their dad's just not in their life. Or maybe their dad is, like, mentally abusive or physically abusive or something like that in that nature where you don't really like your dad and stuff like that. Um I challenge a lot of you just to allow yourself to feel. Because when you're going through a lot of shit, a lot of the time you're just fucking numb. You just don't you don't really know anything else besides the pain that you know. And the first thing you do is you look at another person, you look at you look at that male or that male or female or whoever is doing that to you, And you look at, and the first thing you think is, I will never let my son or my daughter or any man treat me or us like that. Which, in a sense, is a great way. But the thing is, you have to still also learn how to feel. Like, I tell people all the time, like, life is a bitch. Bitch. But when it like you can't, like, there is no timetable on when, like, that person you want to be with comes around that corner. Like, that person you click with, it is a very, it is just a special feeling. And for a lot of us who struggle with, you know, things like that and depression and anxiety, we run from that. We run from that because we don't want people to feel the hurt that we do. And I feel like sometimes, When we date people, we find we tend to date people where they want to be the problem solvers. We're just like, oh no, it's okay. We'll get through it together. And then we become defensive, like, no, we won't get through this together. This is on me. And when you've been struggling, when you feel like there's like a hole in your heart that maybe like a parent, a parent or somebody was supposed to love you, left in you, you feel like it's Only you can fill that void when in reality, you can't. Sometimes there's a lot of voids in your heart and things of that nature that somebody actually has to fill. You can be doing it for you. You also still can be doing it for you. But it's not going to come from you. It has to come from somebody else. Like, I have an amazing stepmom. I love my stepmom to the moon and back. I've known my step. I've had a stepmom, Jesus, good gracious. It's 2003. Yeah, since 2003, she's been my stepmom. I couldn't, I couldn't even, there was no, nothing she could do, nothing my dad could do could leave that tremendous hole that was in my heart from my mom. And the thing I learned about that is. I can change the way I carry that hole. Can I ever, like, patch that up and stuff like that? Technically, yes. But what I realized is the way I got through that, it was just allowing myself to feel. And when I allowed myself to feel, that really changed the game of what I needed and where i need to be in life and how to get to those places like this shit is so important like like i have a lot of friends who struggle with like their relationship with their parents and like they don't understand how much how different that alters the way they think and how that alters the way they feel about themselves and how that how that alters the way they look at relationships for example look at a lot of people's a lot of people have really crazy views on relationships just by the way their parents interact with each other like i was gonna ask this on the poll question is family toxicness a generational curse generational curse because when you think about it like when you first grow up and you first start to see things in the world, yes, you see what love looks like in movies and shit like that. But the first example of love you're supposed to get is from your parents. And if your parents and mom have, like, a, if your dad and mom have a rough relationship or one's just not there, you only see, you start to see things one sided. And not for really what's really on the table. And how to grow from that. Like sometimes I just feel like we've just all accepted that we're toxic for these reasons. And that's it. That there is no other side to that. That we can't... Sometimes we just feel like we are the way we are. And that's just how it is. And that's really incorrect. You can change... The narrative. The reason why you can change the narrative is because you're writing the story. You can't change somebody else's narrative. For as many for as many questions as I would have, I would want to know like, like why my mom wasn't there for a lot of it and stuff like that. I at the end of the day, my mom wasn't writing my story. Is she a massive a part of my story? You god damn right hell was my ex a part of my story you god damn right but the thing about that is that i'm the one writing the story and a lot of the times we just have to learn how to let go of pain and hurt that we have like no matter what when people look at me, like when people, if people ask me, like who were like key important figures that made you who you are, as much as I don't like it, I would definitely have to put my mom in there, of course, and I would definitely have to put my ex in there. Like, like I know Max don't really fuck with me like that, which is un- I- understandable. Um, it was rough, but like my ex. Sh- really brought like if there's one thing she definitely did for me and i will always have to appreciate her for that is she showed me i had demons that i just really needed to fix and then once we were over and you know you get through like the basic shit of like oh i'm in love with her blah 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 blah, blah. she made me realize that I will not be happy until I look myself in the mirror and deal with all my issues. And that was when I was able to move forward. That was when I was able to go on dates and shit like that. That was when I was able to give anybody else a chance. Because the thing about giving somebody else a chance, you have to give yourself a chance first. You have to give yourself a chance to feel. You have to give yourself a chance to put yourself back out there. And for a lot of people out there, our comfort zones is being hurt. And it's a really sad thing for a lot of us that being hurt is the only thing we actually know. And, bro, it's time to change that. If being happy is out of your comfort zone and you're uncomfortable, a lot of us are really uncomfortable being happy. And, like, that shit is just it's fucking terrible, man. Like, it's just horrible. And I just feel like that's just something that's just so goddamn important. Just to show and display and just put out there for the world. But I plan on talking about this probably with another guest soon that you guys are going to meet. So I know you guys really like guest episodes, so I really want to get back into that, and we're really gonna dive into some real deep shit. And I just hope you guys are ready for the ride, because we're we are definitely on to something, at one thousand percent. And more importantly, I just want to say thank you out to whoever's out there who is listening, and to anybody who's really just struggling with this shit. Like, I am someone who's been there. I know exactly what that shit is like, and that's just not fun. But you can definitely get through it. And I just want to say thank y'all for walking with me and always just keeping up with me and I appreciate it. I love you guys and I will see you soon. And we out.